Well, you said you wanted to hear a story. Welcome to Rumble Strip, Vermont. This is Erica Heilman. Today we have a story that was originally told live on stage at Extempo, Central Vermont's excellent live storytelling event. It's a true story about disparate lives intersecting. It's a story about two men late at night on a train. Here's Otto Trout's. I was in New York City a few years ago. I was in Manhattan. I was there to hear some music. My daughter was playing with a group in a club downtown Manhattan. And it was a good show. At 1.30 in the morning, I stumbled out onto the empty streets of Manhattan looking for a subway to go up to my 85-year-old aunt's apartment where I was going to spend the night, or what was left of it. And eventually I found a subway entrance, and I went down, and it was pretty much deserted down there. There's no one in the token booth, so I had to use the machine. And I put in a couple of bucks, and nothing came out. I put in another couple of bucks, and nothing came out. And I started pounding on the machine, and a voice came over towards me and said, Yo, you got a problem? And I said, yeah, I've got a problem. I'm trying to get a token out of the machine. Not getting anything. He says, come with me. I'll get you in. And I'm thinking, how's he going to get me in? And I look over there. Who is this guy? Well, he's a real big guy, big black fellow, dressed tough, street tough. And I'm thinking, I don't want anything to do with him here at 1.30 in the morning down in the subway. I mean, I read about things like this. But he goes over to the turnstile, and he puts a token in. And he says, go through. I'm thinking it's the only way I'm going to get to the train, so I go over to the turnstile, and I go through. I say, thank you. And he puts another token in, and he comes through. So the two of us are standing on the platform. Train comes right away. The doors open, and I get in, and I take a seat. He gets in. He sits down next to me. I think this isn't good. I mean, he can follow me up to my aunt's apartment, and what do I do then? How do I get rid of him? Doors close and the train heads off. Looks over at me and he says, what's your name? Well, I have to tell him. I mean, what am I going to say? So I say, my name's Otto. He says, Otto? Well, he says, my name's Shannon, but I ain't Irish. I said, well, I didn't think so looks over at me again. He says, where are you from? I said, I'm from Vermont. Vermont? Where's that? So well, it's up near Canada. Canada? He said, I only been out of the city twice, he says. I went to Baltimore. But I like the city. I said, well, that's good. I seem sort of a friendly guy, and he wants to talk, and I'm getting a bit curious, so I ask him, I said, well, what do you do in the city? He says, I do hip-hop. I say, hip-hop? You mean like graffiti, things like that? He says, no. He says, rap. I do rap. Really? I said, well, what kind of rap or like what? He says, like this. And he starts rapping. He starts rapping about the boroughs of the city. And it seems to be he's making it up as he goes along. I guess it's called freestyle. 
and then particularly about the Bronx. He likes the Bronx. He lives in the Bronx, and that's where the train's going. And he's good. So I have to ask him. I said, how do you get to be such a good rapper? He says two things. One is you got to read everything. you got to read magazines, read newspapers. I'm thinking, well, I read magazines and newspapers. But that doesn't make me a rapper. And he says, and you got to know yourself. See, know yourself. That sounds like Socrates. Socrates on the subway here. I didn't expect this. But he's an interesting guy. So I can't resist. I've got to do it. I've got to tell him. I say, I've got to rap too. He looks over, he says, you got to rap? I say, yeah, I got to rap. Well, what I do in Vermont is I work with the legislature and they just adjourned. So we had a big office party and I did a rap on the legislative session. Well, I don't know how much of this is sticking with Shannon, but he says, go ahead, I want to hear it. So I start in. We made it through the session pretty much intact, but sometimes don't you wonder, it's kind of like Iraq. Committees firing shots, we're taking all the flack. We're doing all we can, and every day is packed with agriculture fees, corrections, SKPs, the governor's clean and clear, and Medicaid's nadir. The hospital has woes and taxes we oppose. And it goes on from there. When I'm done, I don't know what he's going to say. He might say, that's not rap, that's crap. Or he might say that I'm insulting the genre of rap. But he smiles. He's generous. He says, that's good. He says, that's really good. So you got a crew? I say, no, I don't have a crew. He says, you got to get a crew. Now, I want to take you up to the Bronx. I want you to meet my brother. He's the best rapper in the Bronx. You'll like him. I say, well, it's two in the morning. I mean, maybe he's sleeping. Oh, no, he not be sleeping. The brothers, they be doing something. I say, yeah, but maybe it's not something that I want to be doing. And he looks at me and he says, don't worry. Don't worry about a thing. You're with Shannon. I think, I'm with Shannon. I want to be with Shannon. I want to go to the Bronx. I want to meet his brother, see what the brothers are doing. I want to bring Shannon to Vermont. We'd go to Charlio's, and I'd show him the State House. Well, we're nearly uptown now, and I've got to decide. My aunt didn't give me a key because she wants me to ring the bell. That way she'll have to get up and let me in and she'll know that I'm safe. But I got a question for Shannon. Say, Shannon, if your brother's the best rapper in the Bronx, who's the best rapper in the world? He says, the best rapper in the world is Eminem. But you can't tell the brothers I said that. I said, I won't tell the brothers. And now we're up at the 86th Street Station, and I've got to decide. Well, I get up, I say, Shannon, i got to go. And I get out on the platform, the doors close, train takes off with Shannon up to the Bronx. I go to my aunt's apartment, and she lets me in, and she's glad that I'm safe. But every time I've been in the city since then, every time I take the subway, 
I'm looking for my friend, Shannon. That was Otto Trouts. You can hear more Extempo stories told live on stage at www.extempovt.com. Extempo is produced by the indomitable Jen Dole. Thank you, Jen. If you want to subscribe to Rumblestrip Vermont, just hit the subscribe button on my website and you'll land on a page that explains all the free subscription options. And if you're confused by all of this, just email me at rumblestripvermont at gmail.com and I'll walk you through it. Rumblestrip Vermont is supported in part by a grant from WGDR, Goddard College, and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. It is also supported by your generous donations. I am right at this moment standing in my closet, in the dark, talking to myself. And the good news is, I don't need a studio to make this show. I have a great closet. But your donations buy me time to make more shows. So any amount, anytime, is hugely appreciated. Just click on the Donate button on my website, rumblestripvermont.com. Until next time... Thanks for listening.